Shalom to all. Today's office is Dharm Daf Chaf. We are starting at the top of the Daf with the brand new Mishnah. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Bas, Yaakov, Misha, Hernish, Shama, Shadav, and Aliyah. And Lili Nishmas, Mars, Freyda, Chaya, Bela, Bas, Vietzot, Tzvi, Hernish, Shama, Shadav, and Aliyah. I'd like to briefly talk about something extremely exciting happening this Monday, the 20th of Cheshvin, November 14th. And that is that the 11th cycle of Daf Yomi and Talmud Yerushalmi is starting. Think about it. Most of us have dreamed about learning Yerushalmi. One day, perhaps, maybe we're going to get there. But most can probably attest that this elusive day seemed very far away. But not anymore. This is a very momentous occasion because perhaps for the very first time, Yerushalmi is going to be accessible to Laim de Taira, who were previously unable to venture into its unknown waters. The OU has once again shown forth with its forward-thinking, visionary attitude and is going to be launching multiple shirim and resources to unlock this previously relatively unknown world. Now yes, although the language and style is quite different than Bavli, the sugyas are not as complicated and the shirim are actually quite short and fairly simple to follow. So I urge you to join us for this great beginning. Tamu ru, taste it, experience the lichtikat of Yerushalmi this Monday, the 20th of Cheshvin, November 14th. I'm looking forward to starting Yerushalmi together with you. Now this mission lists a number of cases where he seemingly made a nether, but later on explained that he really wasn't making a nether and he meant something else. And he is believed to some extent. The question is to what? So Mishnah says, Nader b'cherem. The fellow made a nether using Lashon of Cherem. V'amr, then later on he said, Loi el yam. I only had intent to make a nether using the Cherem of the sea. What's the Cherem of the sea? Well, a Cherem of the sea means a fishnet. There's a Pasuk that uses the word haramim in reference to fishnets, so he's basically saying that he didn't make a nether. Or if he made a nether, bekarbon, using the word karbon, bummer, then later on he said, I only had intent to make a nether with the karbonus of kings, which means a present that you give to a king. In other words, I wasn't making a nether. Or if he said, Hare atmi karbon, I myself am a karbon, bummer, then later on he said, I only had intent to say that I'm making a nether using the bone that I have to use to make a nadarim. In other words, the word over here, atmi, doesn't mean myself, it means means etzem, a bone, and he's basically saying, I have this bone at home, and when I want to make a fake nether, I say atmi, but I'm really referring to the bone. Or if he said, kainam ishti nenesli, kainam the hana that my wife receives from me, in other words, my wife's not allowed to have enough from me. Bummer, then later on he said, I was really only making a nether against my first wife that I already divorced, meaning I wasn't really making a nether. Akulan, in regards to all these things, there's no need to do she'ela for these nadarim because they're not valid nadarim. Vim and if she'ela was done for this nether, so then we punish them, and we're going to be machmer on them. That's Rameir's opinion. say no. That we do need to find the pasach for the nizadarim from a different place. And we're going to teach them not to make such nizadarim. So that people aren't lightheaded with nizadarim. We don't want people to make joking nizadarim like this because then they're going to end up making serious nizadarim and they're going to run themselves into problems, as the Gemara is going to say later. Now the Gemara begins asking on Shitas Rameir. Hagufakasha. It itself is problematic. Amrit you had said that there's no need to do she'ela on these nizadarim. But these nadarim weren't valid at all. Tani, and then he said, that if they did do she'ela, so then we're going to punish them or we're going to be machmer on them. So do they need she'ela? Do they not need she'ela? So Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda said, this is what's being taught. V'kul and all these ain't and she'ela, they don't need she'ela. When it was that said, when a Talmud Chacham makes such a neder, so then we trust him, we believe him that really he was just making a joke and he wasn't making a neder. If an Amaretz comes to be she'ela on this neder and he tries to explain himself by saying one of these things that we learned in the Mishnah, so then we punish him, umachmir and all of it, we're going to be machmir with him. Because by the Amaretz, we're afraid that he really did have in mind to make a nether, but later on he regretted it, so he made this whole thing up. So that's why we're going to punish him and we're going to be machmir with him. Now we just analyze this. Bishlam, we understand machmir and we're going to be machmir in him. What does that mean? We're going to be machmir with him. That we're not going to be paseach with charata, meaning we're not going to null his nether by way of charata. 
Now let's just pause over here to understand what charata is. So charata is one of the ways to annul a neder. The neder says that he has charata, he regrets making the neder, and when he made it, he really wasn't in his right mind. He was angry, tired, overwhelmed, or something like that. So that's one way to annul a neder. Now a regular Pesach for neder is a totally different way. We find the Pesach, an opening for the shayl, and then he would say, if I knew that that's what the circumstance would be, I would never have been neder, which is different than charata. So we can understand that how are we going to be machmer on this fellow? We're not going to be vatal his neder by way of charata, it's only going to be by way of a regular Pesach. But how is it that we're going to punish him? The Gemara answers, it's like we learned in Abraisa. Someone that made a nether that he's going to be a nazar, and then he was over on that. We're not going to pay attention to him. We're not going to try to annul his nether for him. Until he acts in a way of Isser, the amount of days that he acted by Heter, that's Rabbi Hu's opinion. So let's say this fellow said, I'm going to be a nazar for 100 days. And then for whatever reason, he thought that his nazir wasn't Chal. So for 50 of those days, he didn't act like a nazar. He was drinking wine. He was becoming Tameh. And then later on, he came to be Shail on his Naziros, so we're not going to let him be Shail on his Naziros until he keeps 50 days as a regular Nazir. And Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yesi said, by Medvamrim, when his estate had been Naziros Mu'etes, that's only by a few days of Naziros, meaning if he said he's going to be a Nazir for 30 days and didn't keep to it, so then we're going to say, you have to be a Nazir for 30 days. Havol ben Naziros Meruba, if we're talking about a very lengthy Naziros, such as 100 days, Dayulam and Yayim, so then 30 days is sufficient. But either way, we see that this is the punishment. We're not going to be Matar his Nazir for him until he acts Be'isr, the amount of days that he acted beheter. And now Amr Yosef, he tells us, Hail of Amri Abanan, since Rabbanan just said, Ain is kak in lai, that we're not going to be niskak to him, that we're not going to pay attention to his nether, we're not going to allow him to be shayla on his nether. So, Beidinu de Mizdakaki, a bezdin that does pay attention to him, lo have a chapter. What they did was not correct. And Ravacha Ryakavim, Ravacha Ryakav says, Mishamtino lay, we're going to put that bezdin into Cherem if they pay attention to that nether of his. And we continue explaining the Mishnah of Acham Ayram Paisach and Pesach that we are going to be Paisach Pesach for this fellow's nether. And we're going to be focusing on the last line of the Mishnah, Kadesh Lay Yinugu Kalashesh Binadarim. We don't want people to be makal with Nadarim, we wouldn't want them to make Nadarim easily. And why not? So the Gemara says, Tana, we have a rise, a person should not accustom themselves to making Nadarim. Because you're going to eventually be mild with Shvuas. Not only are you going to be Ivor on Nadarim that you make, but you're also going to be Ivor on Shvuas that you make, and Shvuas are worse than Nadarim. Another thing, you should not accustom yourself to being with an Amaaret, because he's going to end up giving you Tevel to eat. You shouldn't accustom yourself to being with a Kain Amaaret, because he's going to end up giving you Truma to eat. And don't talk too much of the woman, because you're going to end up coming to immorality. And Rabbi Yachab, Rabbi Yeshia, Aymer, he says, anyone that looks at women, he's going to end up coming to an Avera. Anyone that looks at the heel of a woman, which means he focuses on it, he's going to have children that are not fitting. And Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef explains the statement, this is even if we're talking about his wife who's a Nida, even though she's going to be permitted to him at some point in time, right now she's not permitted to him, he's not going to be mistakal at her Akev. And Rabbi Yosef, Lakish Shlakish says, Akeva the Ktani, this Akeva that we're talking about, this Akeva of the woman, Bimakama Tinaifes. We're really talking about her place of Tinaifes, which means her private part, Shumachovin Kenegid Ha'akev, it's in line with her heel. That's what the heel is referring to. And similarly, we have a Braisa Tanya, the Pasuk tells us, in order that his fear should be on your face. What do we learn from here? Zubusha. This is talking about shame, the Vilti Techto, so that you shouldn't sin. Malama teaches us, Shabusha Mevila de Yerashet, that a person who has shame, that brings him to fear sin. Mikanamur from here, they said, Simon Yafa it's a good sign in a person if he's bashful. Now, others say, anyone who has his midah of bashfulness, he's not going to sin quickly. And someone that does not have bashes upon him, it's clear that his forefathers didn't stand at Har Sinai, because that's what this Pasuk, is quoted regarding. And the Gemara continues, says the following thing, the Malachim taught me four things. Why are there people that are lame? So this 
on the next three things. Some say means, why are children born like this? Others explain that it's referring to the person themselves. So why is it that we have people that are lame? That's because they turn over their beds, which means that they have tashmish in an irregular manner. Why do we have ilmim? Why do we have mute people? That's because they kiss. Why do we have deaf mute people? That's because they talk during tashmish. Why do we have blind people? That's because they look at oisem now we're going to ask in regards to talking during Tashmish. For a minute, I'll ask you a stira. They asked Ima Shalim. She was the wife of Rabbi Eliezer. Why are your children so exceedingly beautiful? Amrahan, she told him, He doesn't talk with me. Now talking over here is a euphemism for Tashmish, which means we're not Meshamish. Not the beginning of the night or the end of the night. Only in the middle of the night. And when we have Tashmish, he covers the Tefach and reveals the Tefach. This is an exceeding level of Tzniyas. It seems to be on him like he's acting that a shade is forcing him to do this. And I asked him, Matam, why are you doing this? Vamalini told me, so they shouldn't place my eyes on a different woman, and it's going to turn out that his children are almost like Mamzerim, because if he's thinking about a different woman during Tashmish, it's as if he's having Tashmish with that woman. In other words, she was explaining to them, because of this elevated level of modesty and sneers, that's why we have such wonderful children. But we see from here that they were talking during Tashmish, so it seems to be that it's okay. The Gemara says, like Kash, there's no stira. One has to do with talking Tashmish-related things, which is okay. One has to do with talking about other things that aren't Tashmish-related, that's not okay. And the Gemara continues about these four things that we just mentioned. Um, Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan said, Zu ben These are the words of Yechanan ben Davai. Aval Amr Chacham, the Chachamim said, ben Davai. The Halacha is not like him. Anything a person wants to do with his wife, he's allowed to do. The Mashal is drawn from meat that came from the butchery. If he wants to eat it salted, he could eat it like that. If he wants to roast it, he could eat it like that. If he wants to eat it cooked, he could eat it like that. If he wants to eat it stewed, which takes a very long time, he could eat it like that as well. So whatever he'd like to do with his wife, that's the same thing. Same thing with fish that comes from the fisherman. And Amar Meimar Meimar said, Who are these Malachi Asharis that Yechem and Dabai was quoting? Rabbanon. It's Rabbanon. It's not real Malachim. If you want to say that he was really quoting Malachim, why would Rabbi Yechanan say, that Allah is not like Yechem and Avai. Ha inu bekibut sur savlad fei. They, meaning Malachim, are much greater experts in the way that a child is formed. So you can't not paskin like Malachim. So it must be that he wasn't quoting Malachim. He's quoting the Rabbanon. Vamai karuluhu Malachim Asharis. So why was he calling the Rabbanon Malachim? The answer is the Mitzaynik Malachim Asharis. That's because they're uniquely different from regular people, just like Malachim are different. I will continue. He does like to Rebbe. There was a woman that came to Rebbe. Amrulai she told him, Rebbe, orachli leisholchan. I set the table for him. Vahafchay and he turned it over, which means that I was ready to have regular. Tashmish, and he had irregular Tashmish. Is that okay? So Amrullah, he told her, Biti, my daughter, Tyra had tiroscha, the Tyra has permitted it for you, Vani ma'asalech, so what should I do for you? And another story, a woman came to Rav, Amrullah, she told him, Rebbe, I set the table for him, but he turned it over. So Amr, Rav told her, why is this different than fish? You could eat fish however you want, so Tashmish is the same thing. I think Mark continues, the Pasuk tells us, do not stray after your heart. What do we learn from here? Mikan Amr, Rebbe, Rebbe says from here, Al a person shouldn't drink from this cup while looking at a different cup, which means that a person shouldn't have tashmish with his wife, but think about a different woman. And Amar Ravina, Ravina said, This is only necessary to teach us even if we're dealing with two women, that both of them are his wives, so both of them are permitted to him. Still, if he's having tashmish with one, he shouldn't think about the other. And the Pasuk tells us, I will select from you those who rebel and transgress against me. Now Amar Blavi, or Blavi explains, These are the children of Teisha Midais, which means that a child born from wanting the following nine relationships is 
is going to be a rebel and transgress. Bnei Asnas Bashgach. What are these? Bnei Ema Bnei Anusa. This is the same thing. Ema means a child of fear, and Anusa means a child that's forced, meaning the woman was either forced to have tassers with her husband, or her husband just frightened her into having tassers with him. Bnei Senua, a child of a hated wife. If he hates his wife and has tassers with her, this might happen. Bnei Nidoi, if he's a Nidoi, if he's in excommunication, he is not allowed to have tassers with his wife. Bnei Temura, the sons of an exchanged one. He was having tassers with this wife, thinking it was his other wife. Bnei Mariva, children of a fight, meaning they don't hate each other, it's just that they're a fight with each other. Bnei Shechras, children of drunkenness, which means one of the two of them are drunk. Bnei Grushas Halev, a child of divorced of heart, which means he already decided he's going to divorce his wife, so even though he doesn't hate her and he's not in a fight with her, he still shouldn't have tashrish with her. Bnei Arvovia, a child of a big mixture, which means she had tashrish with many men, so we don't know who the father is. And Bnei Chatzufa, children of a woman who had chutzpah, which means she's tavea him bepeh, she asks him explicitly for tashmish, that's also not okay. But now the Gemara asks on this last one, Bnei Chatzufa, any is that really so? Some say the gear says Rabbi Yechanan. Call Adam Any man who his wife is Tevea him, she's the one that initiates and encourages Tashmesh. He's going to have children that even the days of Moshe Rabbeinu they didn't have such great people. Because the Pasuk says, Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu to take for himself wise and understanding men. But then the Pasuk says, I took the heads of your Shvatim, but it doesn't say Nevainim, which means that Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't able to find people that were Navinim. Uksev, but then it says in a Pasuk about Yisachar, Yisachar Chamar Garem, Uksev, and it says, So we see the children of Yisachar way later on, after Maish Rabbeinu, they were Navinim. Now how is this a question? Because Yisachar's mother, Leah, she was Tevei Yaakov. She told Yaakov, you're going to come to my tent tonight. And that seems to be that she's being Tevei Himbepeh. She's being explicit in what she wants. So it seems to be that it's a very good thing, not the opposite. So Gemara says, no, She was Maratzahim. She spoke to him in a certain manner, which encouraged him to come to her. She didn't use explicit words that she wants to have Tashmish with him. She told him, you're going to come to my tent tonight, which obviously implies Tashmish, but it's not saying it explicitly. So that's something which is very positive, but using explicit words for Tashmish, that's not something which is good. Hajan al-Khveil Mutarin, for finishing the second paragraph of Masechah just like we were going to finish this paragraph together, we should be going to finish the entire Masechah together, and of course, all our shots together. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a fresh parak. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.